16 years ago, the news saddened many across the world. Renowned climber Alex Lowe and cameraman David Bridges were killed in an avalanche in the Himalayas. Well, their story is back in the headlines now after hikers finally found the men frozen in ice. 16 years after they disappeared, but less than a month after they were discovered, friends and family of Alex Lowe and David Bridges headed to Tibet to recover their bodies. But for one man, the trip wasn't just to bury one of his closest friends. It was a chance to finally say goodbye to his former self. Well, from KCRW, I'm Matt Holzman, and this is The Document, looking at the world through the lens of documentary film. We're going to get it on because we don't get along. It was luck that prevented nuclear war. There are two kinds of people in the world, people who love Jesus and people who don't. I've been a man, and I've been a man who emulated a woman. I've never been a woman. What is the document? Well, it's a new kind of mashup between documentaries and radio. This week, a story that takes place after the cameras stop rolling. We'll pack our bags for a journey high into the Himalayas for an episode I call Because It's There. At Sundance a couple of years ago, I saw a jaw-dropping documentary called Maru. It's named after a Himalayan mountain that was the obsession of a world-class climber named Conrad Anker. Meru is the culmination of all I've done and all I've wanted to do is this peak and this climb. This is the test of the master climber. Jimmy and Conrad have climbed Everest four or five times. This is a whole different kind of climbing. 16 days of here. We lost half our food. And 90% of the mountain was still above us. The center of the universe is unattainable. The images of the mountains in Maru are just spectacular. But the movie's also a little bit terrifying because it takes you on what was thought to be an unclimbable climb. 20,000 feet of freezing snow and wind-pummeled mountain topped by a vertical face of jagged rock. You can't help but watch these people happily hanging from a cliff by their frostbitten fingers and not ask yourself if oxygen deprivation hasn't permanently warped their brains. And I really wanted to know, why do they do it? Now, the only person that I even suspect of ever scaling anything other than the Matterhorn at Disneyland is my friend Joel Corey. I had seen a picture of him out in his garage where he's standing on top of a mountain somewhere. And it turns out he's climbed all over the world. Mountain climbing was central to my life when I was younger. I typically describe myself as a climber. Oh, and I'm a criminal defense attorney. So when I came back from Sundance, I told him about the movie Maru, and I asked Joel to try to explain the appeal. And he talked almost religiously about the adrenaline and the beauty and the camaraderie and the sense of accomplishment and the because it's there of it all. To me, a big mountain is a puzzle that if I can unlock, it'll take me to a threshold between heaven and earth. And standing on a summit... I feel a unique connection with the universe. It's almost like I am gigantic and insignificant at the same time. 
if life is zero to ten, ten being most, that is the closest you ever get to a ten moment. Nirvana can come at a cost, and Joel knew it as well as anyone. He'd been badly injured in an accident that had killed another climber. On one climb, he discovered the body of a woman who was frozen in ice. And most painfully, David Bridges, who'd been buried in that avalanche with Alex Lowe, David Bridges was Joel's mentor and one of his closest friends. I felt a connection to him. I felt a kinship to him because at a time when I had this unfocused energy, I was looking for a purpose in my life, and I met him. He took me under his wing and taught me how to rock climb. And he taught me the art of high-altitude mountaineering. Later, he taught me how to ice climb. Um, we, we looked for sports that got our adrenaline pumping and our heart pounding. But their bond was more than just the love of adrenaline. It was love. Dave invited Joel and a female friend named Yolanda on a climbing trip to Nepal, and Dave suggested that Joel might be interested in her. And he was. She became Joel's wife and a climbing partner and eventually the mother of his two kids. Dave hadn't figured that his high-altitude dating service would eventually be the end to his buddy's climbing career. I came back from this trip to Bolivia, and I remember coming home, and my son, who was maybe a year old, just didn't want to sit on my lap. You know, he was looking at me like I was, I, I was a stranger to him. 